Okay, so tonight we're going to continue with our new series of Entering into the Sea of Wisdom, discussing and reviewing some of the weekly teachings of Hagon HaTzadik, Rav Yitzhak Maya Morgenstern Shlita. Now, the conversation that we're going to be listening in on was a conversation that took place on Leil Shabbos, Parshas Toldos this year, and it was initiated by a question of a Talmud. Now, the Talmud asks a question. He says, why is it that Yitzhak Avinu has so little of the Torah devoted singularly to him, while Avram and Yaakov have numerous parshos associated with themselves. With Yitzchak, we only find a little bit of Chayesar and parshos Todos. And what the Rebbe responded was as follows. He said that we know that Avram represents Chesed, Yitzchak represents Gevura or severity, and Yaakov represents Rachamim. And we find the particular halacha when it comes to Tekiah Shefer that a person can have a tekiah, which corresponds to Avram Avinu, as long as they would like, and it's not a hefsik. A person can also have a trua for as long as they like, which corresponds to Yaakov Avinu, and that's not a hefsik either. But when it comes to a shvarim, when it comes to that broken sound, which is associated with Yitzchak Avinu, we find the halacha that you cannot elongate it because that will be considered a hefsik. And we see from here that you can elongate and you can stretch out the concept of chesed, you can stretch out the concept of Rachamim, but you can't stretch out the concept of Gevura because Gevura represents severity. It represents harshness and constriction and all of the synonyms that we associate with that idea. And therefore, the Torah HaKadosha did not want to spend too much time devoted to Yitzchak Avinu on his own because the entire purpose of Gevuros is not for themselves, but rather the entire purpose of Gevuros is to illuminate or give birth to the light of chasadim in a more intense way. And then the Rebbe continues, and this is going to be the piece that we speak about. The piece that we speak about is going to be the Rebbe's footnote on his response, that on the one hand, we don't want to focus too much on Yitzchak Avinu. We don't want to focus on the severity of our lives. We don't want to focus on that which is difficult in our lives. But the Rebbe says as follows, V'sayim morenu, Shemikol makom yadua shela'asid lavfo dafka yitzchak huzeh shiyamtik eskol hagavuros. But we know that even though nowadays we don't want to spend too much time focusing on yitzchak and the gavura, today in the future, when the future comes, it's going to be specifically yitzchak who comes along and teaches us how to sweeten the judgments not how to get rid of the judgments or the severity in our lives, but rather how to sweeten them, how to allow them to transform into vehicles of more intensity and Avedus Hashem. And we learn this from the Gemara in Masech HaShabbos, Amdav Pecha Samaralev. The Gemara says as follows, that in the future, the time for redemption is going to come. There's going to be a murmuring of redemption. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to have a difficult time finding a good enough reason to redeem the Jewish people, Kav so he's going to awaken our grandparents. He's going to come to Avram Avinu, who represents Chesed. And he's going to say, Avram, give me a reason for your children to merit redemption. And Avram Avinu is basically going to say, I don't recognize them. These are not my kids. These are not my people anymore. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to go to Yaakov Avinu. And he's going to say, the time for redemption has arrived. Give me a reason to redeem your children. And Yaakov Avinu is going to say, this is not what I remember. This is their fault. Don't bring me into this. 
Nanakadush Baruch is going to come to Yitzchak Avinu again, the paradigm of severe judgment. And he's going to say, Yitzchak, your children have sinned. Give me a reason for redemption. And what Yitzchak is going to say to Hashem at that point is going to say, my kids, you're telling me that my children have sinned and messed up? They're your children as well. Let's take half and half. Let's look at their real negative behavior and really recognize where it came from. And it's through that engagement, through Yitzchak Avinu's ability to push back against HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that Hashem is going to bring redemption to the Jewish people. And at that point, the Jewish people are going to point to Yitzchak Avinu and say, Ki ata Avinu, for you are our father. So what we find, and the Sfarim make a big deal out of this, is that in the future, the Jewish people are going to recognize that Yitzchak Avinu, the paradigm of Gevura, of Din, of severity, of difficulty, is going to be the true light that has illuminated us both in exile as well as in redemption. And the Rebbe continues and he says, this is the Bechina of kol That in order to be Yotze, somebody else in a mitzvah, you have to be Chayev in that mitzvah as well. You have to have skin in the game. And what the Rebbe is pointing out over here is that Yitzchak Avinu, the one who understands severity, the one who understands difficulty, the one who understands what it means to live with choyshech and blindness and difficulty in life. It's specifically that person who has experienced the gevuros in their root, who are going to be able to be yoytse, the klal, out of gevura. It's specifically Yitzchak who knows what severity means, who's going to say to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, these Jewish people, they're experiencing gevura, and I can be yotze them from that. It's Kedai Lismoch Alai, because I know what gevuros are. Why is this? Shaham takos ha-gevuros hurak Yitzchak. The reason for this is as follows. The root of the gevuros, the source, the instantiation, the first place where Gevura comes into reality, comes into existence, is the very concept of Yitzchak Avinu. Yitzchak Avinu represents severity in its root, which is the power of measurement and limitation. It's the power of enclosing that which is expressing outwards. When things are just expressing themselves outwards and there's no pushback, they do not experience any form of intensity. They are simply pashut. They are chasadim pshutim. They are simple without any change, without any deviation. When it comes to gevura, gevura pushes back against chasadim. Severity in our life pushes back against the natural proclivity of things, and it forces things to make themselves more intense. Gevura and measurement and gvul and midos, they are what force chasadim to express themselves in an even more intense way. Because chesed can express itself without any distinction without anything pushing back against it, and it's not forced to overcome anything. But when Gevura stands in the face of Chesed, when Gevura says kindness and love cannot move any further, and kindness and love are forced to overcome the impediment of Gevura, Chasadim are forced to intensify themselves. It's a Hisgabrus HaChasadim. The Chasadim become more intense, more precise, more localized, and more intense in the individual's life. When we want to sweeten Gevura, when we want to be mamtik hadinim b'shayrashim, as our Svarim HaKadoshim talk about, it's not enough to flood it with light and chesed. What we need to do is we need to take severity and bring it back up to its root. The Rebbe tells us, as the Svarim HaKadoshim tell us, that we have to take Gevura, 
recognize it for what it is and climb the chain back to the origin of creation to recognize that severity and measurement and gvul and gvura and yitzchak and dinim are all expressions of HaKadosh Baruch Hu in this world. That chesed is not the only way Hashem reveals himself. Hashem reveals himself through gvura and through dinim as well. And when a person is able to see the true root of those gvuros, that is what is referred to as hamtakas hadinim b'sharasham, sweetening the gvuros by recognizing the true source of them. And the source of them is the Bechina of Yitzchak. She'al yedezeh, says the Rebbe. Through this, she'oilim l'shoresh ha'gevura, mitgale she'tachles ha'gevura ha'isarak l'havi l'tagvura sachasadim. That we come to recognize that the only reason for gevura in the world, the only reason for those moments in our lives which are difficult, the only reason for those moments in our lives where we seem to reach a wall, where we seem to confront difficulty, where things are no longer flowing naturally, but rather they're forced into an impediment, into the corner of our lives where things are broken and shattered and they're nishbar, they're broken and they don't feel good. When we're able to recognize that that source is also rooted in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we're mamtik our dinim b'sharashim, and we realize that the only purpose of demon and gevuros is so that the light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's chesed, which is the essential purpose of creation, can become more pronounced. Because without the gevura, that light of chesed would not be as intense, as enjoyable. And here's where the Rebbe says something incredible. This again is an idea that is found throughout the Rebbe's writings. But again, we're trying to live with the times. We're trying to live with the conversation of the tzaddik at a Shabbos table last week. So what we're trying to tap into is what the tzaddik was bringing down into the world at this moment. And the Rebbe continues and he says as follows. And this is the birthplace of laughter. This is the birthplace of laughter. Sha'al Shem Karu Yitzchak Al Shem Haschok. Because as we know, Yitzchak's name is rooted in the laughter of Sarah, the laughter of Avraham, and also that Vitischak Leomacharon, that laughter that will come about at the end of days when the Jewish people look towards Yitzchak Avinu and say, Ki Ata Avinu, that it's only through our awareness that the Gvuros are also for our sake that we're able to reach Geula. And that's where laughter comes from. There's three reasons typically given for the origin of laughter. Two of them we're going to throw away. One of them we're going to read into what the Rebbe is saying here. And this is something that is clear throughout the writings of the Vilna Gon on Kabbalah, especially the Lesham Shmeva and Rav Yitzhak Isaac Chaver, as well as Rav Menachem Endel Mishklov, Tzadikim, who the Rebbe has a complete control of and utilizes to bring this point down in numerous places. We're told that there's three reasons for laughter. One of them is a physiological reaction, that just like when a person is overwhelmed with emotions, they express their emotion through tears. So too, when a person is overwhelmed with emotions, they express that over intensity through laughter. There's a catharsis of laughter, so to speak. Another reason typically associated with laughter is the sense of being better than somebody else the superiority complex. When I see somebody fall or when I see something negative happen to somebody else, lo alenu, I laugh because I'm recognizing at that point that it didn't happen to me. We're going to throw away those two reasons of laughter. The third reason given for laughter is something referred to as the incongruity theory. When things flip and they begin to reveal themselves to be the very opposite of what we expected, something funny happens. We crack up. 
when things appeared to have been going one way in our lives, going difficultly with darkness and constriction, and then suddenly things are reversed to be shown to be a deeper level of light, the only thing that we can do is laugh because laughter is born out of the reversal of things. When things were going one way and then suddenly things flipped into the entirely separate direction without any assumption that that was even a possibility. Very much like what the Rebbe is telling us, that Yitzchak Avinu appears to be judgment, but in the future we're going to say, Yitzchak, it was you who helped us through all of this. And that's going to be hilarious. That's where the laughter is going to be coming from because we're going to crack up at what we thought was real and we're going to come to recognize that everything we assumed is not true and the things that we assumed weren't possible are in fact the very real reality. That what we thought was real is unreal, what we think is unreal is real, and what we thought is gavura is in truth that which is there to give birth to a deeper laughter because we recognize that the gavuros are there to elevate our experience in life. And that's why Yitzchak Avinu is referred to as schoik. Shezehu kemay schoik sheyeskale la'asilavo that this is the laughter that's going to be revealed in the future when we realize that all of the severity and all of the difficulty and all of the frightening things in our lives were in truth moments and opportunities for us to draw closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to intensify ourselves, to make life more intense with the light of Hashem. How all of the gavuros and the severity are reversed in their root, revealed to have been just the mechanism through which chesed becomes stronger. That Yitzchak Avinu actually allows us to experience the light of Avraham. This is the laughter of Purim, this is laughter when Haman himself, Haman HaRasha, builds the gallows to hang the tzaddik, and on those very gallows themselves, Haman HaRasha is destroyed. That the thing that we were most afraid of turns out to be the birthplace of laughter. It's incongruous, it's a schoik, it's hilarious. It's hilarious, it's the opposite of what we expected. And the Rebbe continues and he says, <clears throat> We're going to recognize that everything is transformed into the good. As Rabbi Nassim of Nimerov tells us in the name of the Tzaddik, Rabbi Nachman of Breslov, there is something that transforms everything to good. That's the Bechina of Yitzchak. That's why the Rebbe points out in numerous places that when Rabbi Nachman wanted to hide himself, when he didn't want people to know who he was, he went by the name Yitzchak, because yesh and yan kol, there's a schoik, there's a laughter that is born when we realize that all of the things that we thought were severe are in truth the birthplace of a greater life, a greater light. It's the aspect of everything will be transformed for the good. And here the Rebbe says something incredible, and therefore it's written in writings, that the gematria of laughter, which is 414, is the gematria of Or Ein Sof. It's the gematria of the unlimited light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu that descends into the world to help us see that everything that we thought was dark and concealed is in truth suffused and saturated and filled with the light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that even our darkest, lowest experiences, and each person knows what that means, in their lives are filled with light. 
And when we see the light within that darkness, not only are we mamtik dinim b'shayrasham, not only are we laughing, but we're drawing more light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu into the world. Every moment that a Jewish person finds themselves in a struggle and they draw down the light of Amuna into that struggle, we're drawing more of the infinite light or in sof into reality. And that's the birthplace of Schoik. She'inyin zeh, that this concept of hafichas hagvuros el tagvuros hachasadim, the transformation and the reversal and the transvaluation of gvuros and severity into a more intensified expression and more potent expression of chesed and light, it draws down an even deeper revelation of Orient Sof. It helps us see how HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not only found in the Chesed, not only found in the light, but HaKadosh Baruch Hu is found in the severity as well. Shel giloi or ein sof, which is more of a revelation of the light of the infinite. She is gale berachamim b'mheira b'yamenu amen. This teaching, what it enables us to do is, is clear and it's explicit as, as day, that when a person finds themselves in constriction, when a person finds themselves in darkness, when a person finds themselves in confusion, instead of bemoaning their lot, instead of sighing and crying over it, what we can do is we can be mamtik dinim b'sharash and we can realize that where does this difficulty come from? Where does this concealment come from? It comes from the aspect of Yitzchak. It comes from the aspect of the tzimtzum, of the limitation that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has placed into the world deliberately so that chesed could be more pronounced. And when we come to recognize that, we can laugh about it. And by laughing about it, we learn to be mamtik it. And by being mom ticket, we draw more light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu down because now the darkness is revealed to be light as well. Now, just a remes ledavar, that the name of the tzaddik that we're discussing is Yitzchak Meir. And we said in the name of the Gemara in Shabbos Peiches that in the future, we're going to say Ki Ata Avinu, that Yitzchak Avinu is our father. And the Rebbe's Torah is a Torah that reveals the Koyach of Gevuros in a way that very few tzaddikim before or currently are capable of revealing. And so there's an idea that Yitzchak, the Bechina of Yitzchak or Gevura, will be Meir, will shine. Meir, Rebbe Meir, is the one who was able to see into the Torah and realize that the katnas or with an ayin, that dirty garment that we're forced to wear after the Ched of Adam HaRishon is in truth a katnas or with an aleph. It's truly a garment of light because even that which appears to be dark is in truth a revelation of a deeper expression of light and a bechina of v'tischak le'yamacharon, a laughter that we experience as we anticipate the coming of Mashiach b'mhera b'yamenu.